In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. Isn't it amazing the tremendous emphasis that God places all through Scripture from beginning to end on the family? Why is that? Because family was God's idea. Where do you think family got its start? In the heart of the Father. You see, the God who is love created a structure by which we could enjoy love and give love here on earth. That's what the family is all about. And so it's no wonder, really, that there's so much emphasis on family issues all through the Word of God. Now, we've been in the book of Genesis for quite some time, and some of you are wondering, are we going to be in every book of the Bible this long? The answer to that is no. I'm, I'm spending a lot of extra time in Genesis because it's the foundation for our faith and the foundation for the family. So many first principles there. And uh, we have come as far as the life of Noah, but today I want to bring you to the man that is often considered the father of the faithful, and that is Abraham. In Genesis chapter number 12, we read these words, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. Now that sounds like he's saying uh, that uh, the family days are over, but I would suggest actually the family days were just beginning. Uh, he is departing from his hometown, from familiar surroundings, from those that he has been with for so long, but it is so that God can work in him to build a new family. Listen to verse 2, And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. And I love the next words in verse 4, So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. There's an immediate response to God's revealed will, there's an immediate obedience. Have you obeyed God? Is there anything God's told you to do you've not yet done? And then immediately in Genesis chapter 12, we see one of the first acts that Abram uh, does is he builds an altar to the Lord in verse 7 and in verse 8. And that sets in motion a journey of faith that it's not just about Abram. His wife, Sarah, is on that journey. Uh, his children will be brought along on that same journey. He is literally building a family of faith. Think of this. He's a sojourner. He's a nomad moving from place to place. And someone may say, wouldn't it have been nice if he could have settled down and built a house? Oh, he was doing something better than building a house. He was building a family. He was building a family of faith. The sad reality is so many people build a life, build a retirement, build a name, uh, build a, an estate but they fail to build their homes. They fail to build a family of faith. The most long-lasting thing you will build is your own family. Build yourself up on your most holy faith and then build a family of faith in God. Now, comparing Scripture with Scripture, we have to take Genesis 12 in our left hand and go in our right hand to Hebrews chapter 11 because here is the spiritual commentary on what Abram did with his own family. 
Listen to the words beginning in Hebrews 11 and verse 8. Interestingly enough, the very next verse after the verse we read on Noah. Hebrews 11 verse 8 says, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles, with Isaac and Jacob. Do you you hear the phrase, with them? This is his children, his grandchildren, with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. You get the idea here. It's not just about Abraham. It's about his children, just like it, it wasn't just about Noah. It was about his children. Verse 10 goes on, For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Oh, I remind you, the great thing in life is not what you can build, it's what God can build, and God does the building when we believe and obey. Then in verse 11, we have the testimony of his wife. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Isn't that beautiful? So it's not just Abraham's faith, it's Sarah's faith. And it's not just for their generation, it's for the next generation. And it is not just at one juncture on their journey, it's at every juncture on their journey. For example, when you come to verse 17, by faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And then in verse 20, by faith Isaac, blessed Jacob and Esau. Then in verse 21, guess what Jacob's going to do? He's going to bless both the sons of Joseph. Do you get the picture? Do you see the spiritual chain reaction that is set in motion when one man believes and obeys God and then teaches his children to do the same? In reality, we all have this same assignment. Now, we are not all Abraham and Sarah. We are not all called to leave our homes and go out to a place we don't know. Uh, We are not all uh, entering into this Abrahamic covenant that God makes with the idea of the nation of Israel coming. But we are all to be men and women of faith, raising another generation of young people with faith in God, which means we must do two things. Number one, we must believe and obey God for ourselves. Are you living by faith today, dear friend? And are you obeying God in faith? Are you just doing what God says to do, trusting that the Lord knows best and depending on his resources? Are you living a life of faith? And then... Are you teaching your children to live lives of faith in God? You see, uh, Abraham, he was looking for a future home. In fact, it says that in this passage. He was looking for a city that had foundations whose builder and maker is God. God's building the future home. We're called on to build the present home. The Lord is building much more for us someday to enjoy, but God has called us today to start right where we are. So let me give some applications here. First of all, your faith has to be personal. Both Abraham and Sarah had to believe the Lord for themselves. And then the faith not only has to be personal, the faith faith has to be Godward, not in each other. Our trust must be rooted in his faithfulness. Maybe you've been depending on another family member. It's time to depend on the Heavenly Father. It is the only way uh, to truly live the life of faith. It must be Godward faith. But then don't miss this. Your faith not only has to be personal and Godward, but it has to be growing. At every stage on the journey, you've got to be growing in your faith. Abraham and Sarah needed saving faith. They needed obeying faith. They needed enduring faith. And guess what? So do I. And so do you. 
We must take each step each day by simple faith in God. And then it must be one more thing. The faith must not only be personal and Godward and growing, but then it must be passed on. In other words, we must determine by the grace of God we're going to teach our children by example and instruction to live by faith. In fact, there's a great emphasis in Scripture, not just on the next generation, but to the second and third and fourth generations. I would say this, our work is not done until the next generation is fully prepared and engaged in passing it on to the generation after them. Like links in a chain, we must make sure that every link is strong. There must be this spiritual chain reaction that we, we help to continue and pass it on. Faith cannot be some passive thing, my friend. It must be active. And I want to challenge you today to begin to build a family of faith right where you are. One interesting little footnote as we end today. Did you ever notice that in Hebrews 11, the only married couple mentioned by name are Abraham and Sarah? They stand out of all these people as a beautiful example of a family of faith in God. May the Lord help us to be faithful people, faithful in marriage and faithful in passing on truth to the next generation. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.